Adventures of Bradley Dawn, My Talk 107. One. Mm. Happy Friday. Happy Welcome Friday. to the show. Oh, you have a story for me about Dolly Parton. You said it's hilarious. Well, I think it's hilarious. I hope you feel the same way. Do- okay. I think we talked about this story when we first heard it was possibly happening in the universe. Okay. But when I read the headline again, I was like, oh my God, this is for real. And then I was like clicking on the website and I was like, what a world. What a world. Dolly Parton's new pirate themed restaurant breaks ground in Florida. Oh, yes. Yes. You say yes. I'm like. Is this going to be like in Branson? She has the what are you Dolly Parton about? Stampede. Yes. It's like a, it has an this, arena and it has like ostrich races and it's this, great. Yeah. Okay. But somebody explained to me the crossover, <laughs> the Venn diagram for Dolly Parton and pirates. Where, where is it again? In Florida. Yes. So in Kissimmee, I think it's in Kissimmee or no, Panama City Beach. Shiver me timbers. Well, I've been to a pirate show in Orlando, and okay, well, I loved it. it. Did you? But you're not addressing it's a the show. You're not addressing the central point here. Yeah, Dolly Parton, pirates. It's gonna be fun. What they the have hell? a ship in the middle, probably with a with water around it. Yep, and they they do all these acrobatics, and it's like a play. It's like a pirate play, but then Dolly. It'll be like ain't country Dolly, music. Dolly ain't going to have nothing to do with this. The thing- Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. You've heard me talk about Alight for years. I want you to know about something new they're doing. It's called a subscription for good. This is an opportunity for you to make a contribution each month to support the work across 20 countries where Alight is helping displaced persons. In fact, their work helps over 4 million people people who've been displaced because of war, conflict, and famine. That work requires contributions. Those contributions go directly to those who need it most, those who have to leave everything they have. And I I say this repeatedly, but for a reason, these are people just like you and me. And it goes without saying, but it's important to remind ourselves that we all uh, could find ourselves at some point in life being uh, forced to leave everything we have behind or to find ourselves in a moment of need. Head to wearealight.org today to learn how you can set up a subscription for good. And thank you. Thank you for spending the afternoon with us. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Our producer, Mike, he was super excited about this movie that he went to see last night. I was excited too. There was this uh, thing where we all thought Taylor Swift wrote this movie and there were all these Easter wow. eggs or, you know, we thought were clues that she wrote you the movie too. Argyle. <laughs> right? Heimers. Uh, Mike went to go see it last night. I did. Yeah. Well, and I loved 50% of this movie. Oh. And, well, and that would explain the 50. Well, no, that's actually less than 50. Okay. Oh, tell okay. us what you mean by that. I loved 50% of the movie. I absolutely hated 50% of this movie. So that's a strong response. Uh, It was bad. Oh, no. I know. It's... What was the 50% you liked? It's beautiful. I mean, this has a $200 million budget, and you can tell, like, it is beautiful. They had some really cool shots, even some really cool moments. Um, It was so long. Oh, really? So long. 
And not only was it long, like the first half of this movie was really well done. I really loved how they set everything up. It was going really, really well. And then, and then you can only pee on someone's leg so many times and tell them it's raining <laughs> before you're like, okay, this is too much. This movie had more twists than an Auntie Anne's pretzel place. Oh, I it love was it. ridiculous. <laughs> Please. To like the, um, like so ridiculous. Like, and it was supposed to be somewhat campy, somewhat fun, somewhat whatever. And I'm cool with that. That was fun. I liked some of those moments. Yeah. But then they just, they jumped the shark and then they went back and killed the shark and then they rode the shark over the shark again. Like it was oh. ridiculous by the end what they're trying to sell you in this movie. So give oh, the listeners no. a thumbnail sketch of the premise because this is based yeah. on a book and it's actually, we you told us about this, the third book in a series. So the movie itself, and again, there was some confusion on like the Wikipedia page because the way it sounded in the Wikipedia page, they're talking about this unreleased book and what relates to what. Okay, so it is this movie is basically the fourth novel of this series called Argyle. And it, this movie is the events that take place in that fourth leading into the fifth book. It's confusing. Um, long story short, it opens, and I'm like, okay, I'm excited about this movie because we're seeing Dua Lipa, we're seeing it John looks, Cena, yeah, we're seeing so Henry, cool. Cavill. Henry Cavill. Okay, the what you see of them in the trailer, that's it. It's a glorified oh. cameo, or it's a glorified cameo appearance for those. Oh, no. I mean, I will say um, for John Cena specifically, definitely for Dua Lipa. Dua mm. Lipa, that... What you see in the trailer is more than you're going to see it from her on the screen. Oh. Wow. And I'll be oh, honest, okay, if you yeah. were excited about this movie because you watched that trailer like I was, yes. go home, watch the trailer five times in a row, and then save yourself an hour and ten or two hours and ten minutes. Wow. <sighs> this is a two hour and twenty minute movie, and the trailer was better than the movie. Oh no, this is awful. Now the trailer only featured events that take place in like the first half hour of the movie, which again, okay. I loved. I, I, I was So did you find yourself going like, what movie am I in? Well, I was really going? excited early on. Like I said, the first half, maybe, I mean, maybe half's generous. The first 40 minutes, really well done, really set up nicely. They kind of do a great job, I thought early, of going back and forth between reality. You're living out what's happening in the book. At the same time, you're living out what's happening in reality. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, this is cool. I like how they're doing this. You start learning more and more, and then it just gets to be the point where it's like soap opera level of twists to the point you're just like, this doesn't make sense anymore. Like, oh, it made yeah. sense, but it, like, you can't. Hard to act, follow? You can't. I wouldn't even say hard to follow, just more of like, you can't actually have me suspend my disbelief this much. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, I can't just continually go back they were and trying forth to be like too this. clever. It was trying to be way too much of whatever it was trying to be. Again, <laughs> though, it. It, it was unfortunate, though, because if you edit like 45 minutes out of this movie oh, and you really shoot. tighten some things up and you pull half the mm. twists out, this could have been a fantastic movie. It could have oh. been so, so good. My- I loved so much of this movie. Mike is talking about Argyle. By yeah. the way, stay tuned if you're at all interested, dear listeners. Yeah, because in about an hour, Paul McGuire Grimes is going to be joining us, and one of the films he'll be talking about is Argyle. So I'm curious what he had to say. I bet you're not going to be far off because yeah, I bet he's going to feel the same. I will say most critics, I think, uh, when it went to uh, or when it opened, it was at like about 37 percent. It's 34 right now, Rotten Tomatoes. So it's gone down. And I was really Mm -hmm. hoping this was going to be like a Super Mario Brothers situation where, you know, the audience score is going to be a lot higher. Critics just didn't like it. They did a lot of good things, like I said, but just it was outweighed by just too long. You just got to the point where you're looking at each other like, okay, we get where you're going with this. Just get there. Do you felt like, or did you feel like the audience was in the same boat? Yes. In fact, I went with three other people, and I liked it. I would give it like a two out of five, maybe like oh, two out of five. Boy. Now I'll say I went with four uh, four other people. I liked it the most. 
Really? Oh, wow. Yes, I was the most forgiving. Were they like, 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 just angry that they had sat yes. through that? Okay. They were angry. Oh, I bet I'd they be were, real angry. They were giggling and laughing while I was walking out of the bathroom, and I was like, "What'd you think?" And I said, "I really loved like fifty percent of it. I loved what they were trying to do." And they just like, "Really? It was horrible." <laughs> and so I don't think it's horrible. Like I said, two out of five isn't great. It's beautiful. They spent uh, Sam Rockwell. Oh my goodness, I love Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he was fantastic. Again, the casting of this movie, the acting of this movie was fantastic. The problem is, they just didn't lean into it enough. Brian Cranston was fun. Catherine O'Hara was fun. Like these yeah. characters were fun, but they just there were so many twists and turns and so much other stuff. It just bloated it. It was just too much. Yeah, and this is uh, directed by Matthew Vaughn, the Kingsman. Yep. Yeah, this he's is... got a good reputation. This was his worst from a I was gonna yeah, say critics. from critics perspective, it sounds like this was his worst film yet. Yeah. Okay. So I can't wait to hear well, what our critic thinks of it. I'm we will it. hear at two thirty. Mike, thank you for your you are a valuable voice <laughs> yeah. when it comes to uh, what you thought of the films you see. When we come back, valuable voices from all three of us about the things we're putting in our when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's a Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Happy Friday. Hope you're enjoying your afternoon. Thank you Biatches. for spending it with us. I'm so excited. It is beautiful. <laughs> it is sunny. <laughs> Girls, boys, look outside. After all we've been through this year. Okay, really, we've had a very mild winter, but I'm saying I'm really excited for Friday. Yeah, and I'm really excited to try these chips. Oh, I should go get them. Yeah, it's Food Porn Friday. <laughs> for us that I hope aren't too spicy and I hope they don't give us problems. Um, problems? Problems, you know. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, problems. You're not going to be on a plane later. Oh my God. <laughs> How Do you have a strong constitution when it comes to your stomach? Not necessarily. Okay. And the big pile he just gave me, I don't think I'm going to eat all of them. Yeah, don't we'll see. do that to yourself. Um, here, let's use this little cup. Let me, oh, thank you so much. Um, and here he's back. Hi. Okay. Okay. What? What Very is Very excited. Very excited. Have you talked about it yet? Um, I talked about it as much as I could without knowing okay. what it is. I said <laughs> spicy. Doritos. God, you get so spicy. aggrieved by so little. Di- uh, diaritos. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, I hope it won't give you problems. And he said he's going to be on a plane. Diaritos. Diaritos. 
So from my good friends at Doritos, who I love and adore, mostly nacho cheese flavor, they have created a new product that I saw at the grocery store. What kind of new dust Don, did they put on it? Dynamitas. Dynamita sticks. <laughs> this is so extra. <laughs> Doritos Dynamita sticks. Smoky chile queso artificial flavor. Oh, so okay. uh, they look like sticks. Sticks. Don't they look like yeah, sticks? Yeah, they just look like... Um... Honestly, on the package, they look kind of like Andy or hot fries. You mm-hmm. know, those Andy Cap hot fries? Yes. But when you look at them up close, they look just kind of like sticks. It's almost like they took a sun chip and kind of went chop, 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 chop. Yeah, right down, exactly. Down the line. It's like a two-inch uh, stick. Mm-hmm. Stick. Okay, now, they have different flavors. I got the least spicy of the bunch. Okay. Smoky chile queso. On their Dynameter, this uh, rates as medium versus hot or extra hot. Mm. So, you want to stick them in your pie hole? I'm just gonna put. Give me a taste. Put, just lick it. Why are you gonna lick it? Just eat it. Oh. Eat the damn thing. She's definitely <laughs> licking it. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, Mike. Uh, oh, it's hot. It is not Ew. hot. I bet. <laughs> oh god, you are goodness. so extra. Sometimes. I don't like it, Mike. You That's really good. Put chew the whole thing. I did. It's really good. Not you. Aww. Oh. That's it, not spicy, girl. Yes, it is. That's not spicy at all. It has that good smoky uh flavor there. It's good. Okay. Okay, I lied. It's a little spicy. It, it's good mm-hmm. the afterburner. Yeah. Gives you a little kick at the See? end. It's My real, water. It's real smoky. So this is medium, which is interesting. <laughs> well, we're lightweights. Okay, what do you think, Mike? Take me on a tour of your mouth. Yeah, I like it. It gives you the good taste of the chili queso. So imagine you're taking a plain chip and you're dump, dipping it in some mm. queso. You get that right away uh, with a little bit of a chili feel. They're really spicy. And then, it's smo- it's, then you also kind of get that smoked flavor, so it's nice and hearty. And then all of a sudden, boom! I should have got the extra with hot. the spicy. Extra hot? Just to see. I'm sweating. You Listen, know how you get that sweat yeah. around your nose? Yeah, it's in called the fold Mouth. Well, I don't have snot, girl. Well, let, it's not let very me, ladylike. Let me tell you, listen out there. I will say there's a lot more heat than flavor. Don't ever, for all of our my talkers who drink beer, what? don't be drinking like five beers and then you'll be numb to sensations and tastes. Do not eat a bunch of these because if it does give you problems, either out. Whatever end you will be, sorry. You will be so sorry. My it God, will be you are so, so awful. I, I don't think it's that bad. It is. It will make you in pain. <laughs> You've had one. I know. <laughs> you literally had one, and you're like, "This is the worst." I don't. And this like is really medium on the scale, stuff. right? I don't, will say it is spicier than I thought, but I'm eating keep them. Eating them. Yeah. How are it's, you gonna? Because it's kind of titillating. You like the danger of bit. it? A little bit. Here, have my cup. No, it's okay. I got I'm, my own cup. Yeah. Do I'm, you think that if you put these, like, crunch them up on, like, a Chipotle situation, you know what I mean? No, like what is a Chipotle it, situation? You know, like a bunch of rice and beans and meat. Sure. You know, oh, like a burrito bowl? Yeah, a burrito bowl. Do you think that would mellow it or... Make it good. No, but I, I would, I actually would like something that 
that you crunch these up on top of. I like yeah, that idea because I, it's like just kind of boring because yeah. it's just kind of hot and smoky cheese. Yeah. And they're a little thick. I don't like necessarily love the texture compared to a Dorito. Like, I feel like you bite yeah. into a Dorito, it crunches way it's got more. A crisp. This is too thick almost. This it is doesn't. a corn snack. Yeah, it's more corn. Exactly. Well, it's no, almost like Doritos a, are corn, but it doesn't you know taste what I mean? Like it's a like a Dorito to me. It's like more Frito. Exactly. Like a one. thick Frito. Yeah. I will say the heat, just so you know, Dawn, because I am a very heat phobic person, spicy phobic person. It's. It lingers, but it's at a very low level. Oh, God. <laughs> I love how it attacks him while he's trying to say that. <laughs> yeah. That's um, what you think? Well, I here you taste go. taste the cheese. I'll say the, I thought, I'm not going to taste But it's kind of a weird smoky cheese, right? Yeah, but I will say I didn't think it was going to taste cheese. I'm like, oh, come on, with so much spice. But there is actual cheese flavor. Do you think there. these would be good with with sour cream? Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, that yeah. would be. Because that would cool your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Sour cream dip. Even some salsa, like you said, if you put it on a mm. salad or something, just let the salsa kind of r- reduce the... Well, I don't want guac. The, yeah, I, I, that wouldn't be for me to mm. put because it would just be more acid, like acidic. I need something to cool down my tongue. <laughs> some milk. My, cool down my tongue. <laughs> Mike, um, are you lo- a fan of spicy food? I am. I so like, like you spicy. look for it? Yeah, for sure. In the right Cuz I live for the, someone or live for someone. Well, I do live for someone, but I live with <laughs> someone who wants to be in pain. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to be in pain. Really? There it gets to that be that level where it's like okay, my mouth is so burnt, what's the point? Yeah. But like I do like really I like intense flavors like uh you know, buffalo wild, like mango habanero is oh. like, I'll go to the mango habanero level. I won't go any higher than that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do like hot horseradish. Like oh, I, yeah. I love oh, eating I love oysters yep. and then I mix up, you know, some horseradish and cocktail sauce and mm-hmm. just coat it in that on a cracker. Yeah. I hate raw oysters. Oh. Vile. But I do I like know. hot horseradish. Mm-hmm. So I would put that on a roast beef, some roast beef, yeah, that's some a creamy horseradish. Yes. Or um, I do also like, uh, what's the other thing? Uh, the Japanese. Wasabi? Wasabi, yeah. One thing we like to wasabi. do, we, we take those Takis, I think we've talked about this before, you take yeah. Takis and then you take a little cream cheese Ooh. and you cut a little sliver of cream cheese, put it on the Taki, wrap it in a pickle spear or like a pickle, Ooh. thin pickle. And then you could wrap that in a piece of roast beef. If you wanted to, sure, but it's delicious. Mm. Gives you the crunch, gives it the... Spice, like but it also that. calms it down and then also gives you the acidity of the pickle. I would never crave these. No. Me neither. I would never go, give me more of those. I'm just eating them for, I'm stunt eating. Stunt but like eating. when it's spicy like that, my mouth doesn't go, give me more. It's like, let's tolerate this heat until it goes away. Yeah. Thoughts on the other flavor I'm looking at? Hot honey mustard. I did see that one. I feel like that would give you at least a little sweet reprieve that might be oh, I like sweet, that. sweet reprieve. reprieve. I think that might would be a good option. I don't know. Don, what do you think? What other flavors we got? Those are the only two that I'm seeing right now. Were okay. there more? I don't remember. I know the honey mustard was there. I think those are the only two. But I kind of have a What are these against. called again? Dynamitas. Dynamita. It sounds like a gal you knew from the 70s, right? Yeah. Or I'm Dynamita t- Francis. Or some kind of like... Vegemite or yeah, dynamite of Vegemin. Yeah, it's a Lucille Ball sketch. <laughs> Here's the interesting thing: they all are different uh, textures, like or different. So there's also a tangy, fiery lime that oh. looks like a that looks like a taki. Okay. So you've got oh. ones that look like a taki. The the honey mustard looks more like a fry, and this one looks more like a cut up, you know, sun chip. 
Okay. Yeah. Now I would probably like to try the one with the lime. It was is there that a level one was below there? This? What was the lime one called again? The tangy fiery lime. Yeah. And then they do have a, a flaming hot one as well. Because I think that one was those hotter the, than this. Those are this the was the options. mildest one they had. Really? Yeah. Well, because you can see it on the dynameter. <laughs> Why are they calling it Dyna? Yeah, dinosaurs. Like dynamite. Yeah, dino. Like it's going to explode in your mouth? Yeah. Okay. Oh. And you will be seeing this soon as Jenna Ortega is going to be starring in the Super Bowl commercial for Dynamitas. Oh, she is, huh? Yes. I wonder if they're going to do Dynamita Vegemite. No, because mm. there's like two people left on the planet who yeah. get that. Okay. Man. All right. Zero out or zero to five on chips. Uh, chip snack snacks. chips. This is a hmm? 0.5. Wow. Point five. Okay. Mike? This is a better chip than Argyle is a movie. <laughs> I will say 3.2. Oh, my gosh. 3.2, Mike. Well, average is 2.5. This is better than average. Oh. I like these. I okay. would say 2.4 because I think it's just a tiny bit below average. But I I also, you know, I did eat a handful. I'm not... I, the thing I'm mad about is the spice level. I think if it had a lower spice level, I would be more prone to eating it. Yeah. Because I'm a pretty basic chip bitch. I was going to say basic. Excuse me. Basic. You can't call me basic. I can call me basic. Okay. I just repeated what you said. That's all. It's really interesting. There, there's God. there's four flavors. You mentioned that Dynameter. Yeah. yeah. There's four flavors. Uh, all of them are medium with the exception of the Flaming Hot, which is into that extreme level. Oh, well, come on. There are no hot. There's no hot. It's literally three different mediums. false advertising. We could is. probably sue. We should. Oh. No, I would never sue my beloved Doritos. Oh, I lied. There's also a Chili Limon. Chili Limon. And that one is actually hot, so I apologize. There's one more flavor. Wow, so you were conspiracy theorying. So Five there's flavors. Hot- Okay, so is that in the middle of the... That's yeah. right in the middle of the okay. thing, yeah. It's... Okay, well, what about a low? Because well, they would start be with called medium. Mild. Medium is the low. There's yeah. mild. There is no mild. Well, why not? <laughs> because, honey... There is an audience honey. they're missing there. Well, yeah, that those are called saltines. Or, or just go buy <laughs> Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Which is not a bad thing, let's nope. be real. Better Favorite Dorito this. flavor, Dawn? Um, what are the flavors? I don't know off the top of my head. Dur- uh, Doritos? So you have Cool Ranch, Nacho Cheese. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of Dorito okay. flavors, oh, but well, like... Come back to me. Okay. Mike? Um, I like, I can't remember what it's specifically called, the the level up from the nacho. There's like a flaming Hot Nacho that I like a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had the Chili Lime? No, I don't I think, think it's so. Thai Chili. Thai Chili. Okay. Sweet Chili. Some kind of Chili. Anyway, that's kind of a that's a nice stunt Dorito. Nice. But I'm gonna have to go for the good old fashioned nacho cheese Dorito, spicy mm. sweet chili. I think spicy sweet chili. Yep. Yeah, that one's good. It's a, a few handfuls of those are good. Ooh, but they can get a little sweet. Dawn, it's fine. You don't have to. Have I, a I don't really Dorito. like Doritos. You don't have why. to. Cool. It's a free country. All right. When we come back for now, uh, let's see. Where are we? Oh, I'm so excited, listeners, because when we come back, oh, there are two amazing things on television that you need to be watching if you haven't already. I watched a couple episodes of one, and so did Dawn of another. She's going to tell us about it. I'm going to tell you about it when we come back right here on My Talk 107. 
Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. You know I love the team at Dakota Dental, and you should too. One of the things I love about them, in addition to just the best dental care in the Twin Cities, or at least that's been my experience for the last few years, and the, the experience of plenty of their patients, to be sure, is just the ease of making an appointment and their level of customer service. I was having some scheduling issues. I had to reschedule my appointment. They were like, it's fine. No worries. Don't worry about it. Let's get you in at a time that works best for your schedule. And I was so grateful they were able to reach uh, reschedule my appointment, uh, which I will be headed to shortly to get that regular checkup and cleaning. They made sure it's with my dentist. And um, although I, I've seen all of the dentist, I think maybe but one of the team at Dakota Dental. And you are in great hands regardless of whom you are uh, sitting in that chair with at Dakota Dental. Call him today. Make that appointment. Don't forget to tell him Bradley sent you. DakotaDental.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back to the show. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk 107.1. Well, we watched some TV last night. Bradley took some time to watch Feud, which is um, really good this season. Looks awesome. And Have I you watched, watched it yet? No. Oh, I watched God, American you Nightmare, watch. your suggestion on Netflix. Yes. Oh, God. I can't wait to hear what you think about American Nightmare. But I do want to just let people know if they've had any interest, any passing interest in picking up season two of Feud seven years later. Oh, my God. Uh, you I don't have to one. have watched the first season, no. although it's totally worth it. This uh, this season has an entirely different cast, an entirely different plot and storyline based on actual history regarding Truman Capote and his swans, a bunch of fabulously wealthy, powerful, rich, and fabulous ladies from all over the uh, United States. Mm -hmm. And even if you think you know a thing or two about Truman Capote, or vice versa, if you don't think you know anything or would care anything about Truman Capote and or um, high society ladies, I encourage you to, to watch because I think you don't have to be knowledgeable about Truman Capote. You don't have to be connected to any of that stuff. You'll just let the story unfold. And it's just a really good drama. Intrigue, suspense, thriller, but also delicious, glamour, camp, but not too campy. So it kind of the Real Housewives shows that we watch today and that, you know, the allure of those shows you know, a bunch of high society women usually that have so, so much money and what their lives are like. This is like the OG. These are like the original 
beyond that, you know, type of women living in New York. Oh, yeah. Like to like, you know, the nth degree. So you've got, um, yeah, you have high society women from all walks of life. Uh, It's not going to be a sort of down in the. Like, it's not going to be, which is kind of funny because, like, Real Housewives, they're real fancy and rich, but these women take it to another level. Yeah. So it's not going to be a sort of reality show. Mm -hmm. It's not a camp fest. So, like, I was a little concerned because Ryan, this is a Ryan Murphy production. Mm -hmm. He is not directing, though, and it is so wonderful that he's not. That he is not direct. He is not directing. In fact, Gus Van Zandt is and. It is noticeable. It is obvious that it is not Ryan Murphy because the thing that drives me nuts about Ryan Murphy on occasion is he can kind of get a little wobbly, a little rambly Mm -hmm. and a little untidy. But this is and, and also a little too campy and a little too fantastical. This is rooted in like real feelings and emotions, but yet dressed with just amazing jewelry and furs and decor and fabulous locations i mean it it gives you all of those delicious things but underneath them are some really solid acting uh or actors some really solid actors especially in in uh tom hollander who plays truman capote i think if you didn't know truman capote you would think wow he's really going over the top if you if you go back and watch some videos of Mm-hmm. Truman Capote, you will be amazed at how understated Tom Hollander's performance of Truman Capote is, which I think is is really good. Mm, okay. Right? Because he could because Truman Capote's the kind of person that can be a caricature. He had a very distinct voice, a very distinct look. He sort of was a very almost caricature of himself in his later years. Right. And so to not overdo that on the screen it would probably be very uh, difficult. Yeah. It would be a disservice to just the character yeah. that he was. Uh, so some of the stars, I, when I was, I was attracted to watching this show. I haven't gotten it. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. Um, You can watch it by the way, this week, the first two episodes, it's week by week. It's on Hulu. It's an Mm -hmm. FX, but the first two episodes, uh, premiered on Thursday. It's some faces we haven't seen in a long time. Oh, for sure. Demi Moore, Calista Calista Flockhart, Flockhart. Molly Ringwald is in this. Wow. Diane Lane. Diane Lane, I'm just obsessed with. And I, I'm obsessed with, this is kind of, it sounds superficial, but it's just, I think, a testament to their ability to act anybody under the table. Their faces are just fun to watch mm-hmm. because they have so much in them, in their roles. Yes, and and a lot of them, I feel like a lot of actresses today all go to the same plastic surgeon and everybody looks the same. I don't know. So I will unique say, looks, I don't know. No, I say, I, I, I will say they don't look, I was worried about that. Whenever you see women today playing women from 40 years ago, I'm always like, well, it's a little disconcerting because most women in, no, I shouldn't say most, a lot of women in Hollywood are having noticeable work done. Like nobody yeah. had, nobody at age 50 had, had lips. lips. Like a lot of actresses today at <laughs> yeah. the age of 50, yeah, which is fine. Your lips get even smaller. But when you look, it kind of takes you out of history. It's like when you hear a bad accent. Yeah. It just constantly takes you out of the, yeah. the if the acting is subpar. Mm-hmm. I didn't, none of this is an issue. Yeah. You are not going to be distracted. Cool. Maybe a couple faces you'll be like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, that look, maybe that wouldn't have been my first choice. But 
to a person, these women are incredible. Demi Moore has kind of a, in the first couple episodes, not a very beefy role, but it's still like, you just want to see her. Like every time she comes on, you're like, oh, I want more of that. Give me more of that. Yeah. Cool. And Naomi Watts, she is just gorgeous uh, as Babe Paley, who plays Bill Paley's wife. Um, I, I I loved it. So I, I'm excited. I hope it goes great places. Again, their first two episodes are out. Dawn, American yes. Nightmare on Netflix. Yes. True crime documentary. What did you think? Oh, well, there it's really quick. Each episode is like 45 minutes. And there's only three, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have one more to watch. And um, it, this so this is a real crime that happened in in California you might start remembering the details of what you saw in the news about it. And, you know, it was about this couple who in the night, you know, the story was that somebody came in and kidnapped the girlfriend. You know, it's a, it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, the girl is kidnapped in the night. And the story was that the boyfriend woke up because they were, he was tied up and drugged. So then he wakes up, you know, in the, the middle day. of the day and reports the crime. Um, this Which story, makes people very suspicious. Mm-hmm, yeah, they're like, okay, so it's been, what, I don't know, eight hours or whatever, 12, since she went missing, and so that's suspicious to us. So then they start, they're not really looking for her. I mean, they are, but they're looking for a They're body. trying to figure out how he killed her. Yeah, because they've already assumed that she's dead. Because that's such a common thing. Yes. Women are mostly affected by the the partners in their life mm-hmm. if there's something nefarious. So. Yes. Yeah. So then, you know, you're you're getting his story. You it's it's a very fantastical story. So you're trying to figure out, you know, in this without giving anything away, really like did he do this? Did he not do this? Was she involved somehow, you know? And so it's a real interesting how the media portrays it and how what the police do. It's just a it's really great. It makes you think about like the Netflix. media coverage. Yeah. Again, it's called American Nightmare. It's on Netflix. A lot of you I know have watched it. All right, we've given you a few things to watch when we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, Britney Spears has responded to Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm.